Double Team the PM. How are we doing today? Welcome back to our little July mini series. Hope you're having a wonderful July. July cancer season right now moving into leo season yeah i'm excited to see what july because we're recording this in june right now but i am excited to see like what july has in store for us oh astro update uh july 17th is when the lunar nodes go from the scorpio taurus axis or axis to the libra aries axis so if you know your natal chart the nodes will now be transiting through whatever houses you have libra and aries in and let me put it this way. So the nodes on the Taurus-Scorpio axis were all about like with the north, north node going through Taurus, that was all about like redefining and establishing our comfort, our stability, our resources. And then with the south node in Scorpio, that was all about releasing. I think any like negative patterns in relation to like money and resources, also any negative patterns or any like karmic cycles related to like other people's money, those kind of things. Um, But those houses or Taurus and Scorpio tend to deal heavily with like, it's kind of like the material versus the metaphysical or like the material versus the like underworld, maybe so to speak, could be another way to put it. It just kind of depends. So it's a a lot of times it kind of has to do with like, if we want to build you know, the material possessions around us, we got to like let go of any unhealthy attachments that we may have to them, if that makes sense. Funny for me, that was when I, um, you know, in that time frame, that's when I quit my job. My finances were completely redistributed because of my divorce and some things happened like with some of my investments that were good good learning opportunities. So I, I definitely felt the Taurus Scorpio nodal transit in a lot of ways when was that again so it's been transiting for the last year and a half the nodes transit through each axis uh for a year and a half 18 months i mean i am excited to see like what the nodes switching to aries and libra will be for us because that's our first and seventh house so that's going to be all about karmic relationships us and our relationships we love that yeah karmic relationships the so the north node is going to be in aries aries is the is the self and so like i said look wherever aries falls in your chart but i think a lot of the a lot of the lessons around the nodes being on this axis especially with the north node in aries and the south node in libra it's going to be all about learning how to step more into our own power and like I don't want to say using the word selfish, but like really learning how to empower yourself rather than trying to always keep the balance in a relationship or rather than always trying to like teeter, you know, the lines of like your relationships. Not to say that like it's a bad time for relationships. I just think it's going to be a time that will come with like a lot of lessons for anyone or for any people that have any kind of unhealthy imbalances in their relationships. You're going to feel those. Yeah. Tell people, please. This yeah. is a great time that you will learn not to be a people pleaser. And as an ex slash recovering people pleaser, it is a hard journey, but we're all going to get through this together. So learn to speak up and empower yourself. Yeah. So I'm excited for the Aries Libra nodal. I think so time. too. I think it's going to be a great time for us. 
I hope so. Yeah, I think so too. I feel good about it. I, I, I've had the, the feeling that like we're about to go through, at least you and I are about to go through a very positive change. Yeah, I hope so. so. Anyways, that was my little astro update, but that, that is happening, I believe. The, the transit happens July 12th. July 12th is when the south node goes into 29 degrees of Libra and 29 degree and the north node goes into 29 degrees of Aries. And keep in mind too, whenever uh, like uh, a planet or like an Oh, asteroid- so this episode releases right after it switches in. Yeah, so it's not July 17th I misspoke. That might be something else. Um but it is July 12th. And anytime anything is at 29 degrees, which is a critical degree, you tend to feel it very strongly. So usually like when it goes through the 29 the yeah, the 29th degree, it feels very intense, then it kind of chills out and then if it starts touching any personal planets, that's when you're going to feel it pretty intensely too. But yeah, have fun uh with this transit. Again, think about how you can step into your power. Yeah. Today we are doing a um, listener advice question. I don't know what you want to call it. So I'll read what they typed. This was in our DMs um, and I will let this person know that we are answering it on this episode. So uh, this person wrote, my husband hooked up with our neighbors a second time and now they don't even want to say hi to us. We both had an amazing time, but his wife freaked out a few days after it happened. How would you handle this? I am so upset because they are acting very petty and childish about it. Please keep this anonymous. Can you address this in a podcast or something? Okay. I need a little bit more detail. I'm not going to lie. However, sounds to me like you guys decided to try some swapping with your neighbors. And it's not the first time. And it's not the first time. Or it sounds like maybe the first time they swapped and the second time maybe it was just the husband. Yeah, uh, my husband hooked up with our neighbors a second time. And now they don't even want to say hi to us. I don't know what happened. Did he do something to upset them? Did he cross a boundary? Like, I'm very curious about what it was. And also just like, and I guess one thing that, you know, people need to realize, especially like when you're going into non-monogamy, polyamory, what have you, if you're trying swapping, swinging, whatever, like, you know, you may meet a couple, a, a you know, like your neighbors who are totally down to fuck and you fuck them and then you have a great time and everybody's feeling really good. And then the next time you go to fuck them and all of a sudden someone has anxiety and then they freak the fuck out. And that just can happen. Yeah, that can it, happen with with the first time that can happen with the 10th time. Sometimes emotions arise that, you know, may surprise you. Or that may just come out of left field. And I mean, my advice to this person, especially because it's their neighbors, I would bake them some cookies. And as the woman, I I wouldn't send the husband to do this. I would just go, I would just go as a woman. I would go next door, knock on the door. If the husband answers, be like, hey, can I speak to your wife? And then, you know, just have a real good talk with her. You know, hey, I don't know what, let's just say the neighbor's name is Kathy. Hey, Kathy, I'm really sorry that, you know, the last experience that you had with my husband left you with some anxiety, but we are neighbors. I really cherish this, you know, this friendship that, or this, yeah, whatever. Connection dynamic. Connection dynamic that we have. And I would love to discuss what, what, what happens next? How are we going to resolve this? Because obviously like you live next to each other. You're going to see each other. Like you want a positive relationship. 
I agree. So I would definitely say like maybe takes and I, I that's a I think that's a great point about having the wife go speak to the other wife. Um, and I know that this is the female because I can see her profile picture. And so um, or female presenting person. Um, but anyways, I, maybe that way it'll make her feel more safe. Yeah. And that, you know, woman to woman, like, let's talk about this, what happened. But Cammie's right. Sometimes, like, you know, you're cool with something and you think it's great. And then the anxiety sets in and then you're like, oh, fuck. Then you start thinking about the consequences of like, well, what about this happens? What about this happens? And then you just like have this like anxiety attack and then you're just like not sure what to do. Like, I've definitely had that happen in the past in situations where like maybe like, I guess what comes to mind is um, when I hooked up with one of my coworkers and, you know, like he was single and I was in a non-monogamous marriage so it was like fine um but then at the same time I was like oh my god like what if people find out what are they gonna think da, 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 da. like I was so worried about it and so like yeah sure it was hot but then I it came with a lot of anxiety not one of my prouder moments but it is what it is we move on but sometimes that happens you start thinking about the consequences of like who you're sleeping with and then you're like well shit you know, because like, what if it does complicate things? This is why I have a rule of like, there are certain people I will not fuck. Exactly. I have friends that are in the not fuck bucket. And they will never move from the not fuck bucket to the fuck bucket. Yeah. Yeah. They will never move. And there are friends that are in the fuck bucket. Maybe they'll move into the not fuck bucket for, but if they're in the fuck bucket, that's fine. And a lot of times it's my friends that are already non-monogamous that I am cool with putting in the fuck bucket or um friends that I don't know how to describe it I think the differentiating factor would mainly be how the relationship was established yeah well for me like if I meet them in a platonic setting Mm -hmm. nine times out of ten it will remain in that platonic setting same in the not not fuck bucket exactly and so and that would be like a thing for me too like i feel like if it's anyone that i'm that's like in a that's in proximity in another close setting like you know for example someone that you're working with or like a neighbor or something like that like that you are treading a fine line you are treading a fine line and that can be very tough if things go south so i tend to err on the side of caution you know Maybe and that's in the past I haven't but like now I learned my lesson I'm like I don't really want to do it in the future anymore but actually I think this is actually a good way to put it if the relationship if I think the relationship would be really strained if sex was removed or something went south during sex and that would impede on the relationship and like and the disintegration of the relationship would deeply affect me that's when someone goes in the not fuck bucket yeah well I mean and like one thing to keep in mind here especially for the you know, the couple and it being their neighbor. One thing that sucks is that you never know how someone's going to react to something Mm -hmm. and like what those reactions, how they're going to handle those reactions. So especially when it comes to coworkers, neighbors, you know, anyone that's in close proximity to you, like on a day-to-day basis, I want to just be careful. But you know what's happens happened, and now you're because like, what if they were extra petty and like egged her house? You know, like. No, but then they're gonna know. <laughs> I mean, they're not gonna do something like that. Come on, I hope they're at least more adult than that. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. You never fucking know. How? Yeah. If anyone watched the beef, you know, adults can go a long ways. And well, like, that's what I'm saying. Than, is yeah. some people are really vindictive. Yeah, that's another. And some people just don't know how to handle their emotions. So I really wonder why the wife freaked out. I wonder if it was maybe like, yeah, thinking about like the consequences of like hooking up with your neighbors, or suddenly she felt shame 
and then she started that it started giving her anxiety or you know she started like realizing like how it could affect her relationship with her husband and that started like freak making her freak out and so I think that's why like when Kami said it's a good idea for to like discuss the feelings and like see what happened um, that could be a great way to get some insight on the reasoning why and then if you can work through it and you know time does heal so maybe it could be something that like after you have a discussion about it and maybe after you know the kind of the the feelings settle down a little bit or maybe dissipate whatever happens then you guys can revisit like hey we would still love to be great neighbors can we put this behind us and reconcile and just move forward you know in a in a mature and caring way exactly and this is how i would do it because there's two scenarios here for the the op who sent us i would be for as her i would be the one to go in like i said bake some cookies do you know buy a fruit tray whatever the fuck go over talk to the wife if the husband wants to be present okay have the husband present not your husband their husband you know have them present sure go in be like hey look i'd really love to talk about this is there a chance that we can reconcile and work through this so that we can continue being neighbors if they say yes then go in if the conversation goes south or if she, like or if if she if, says no. Yeah. Or if the, hold on, oh. I'm going to get there. If the conversation goes south or perhaps you don't really get to a place where nothing is really resolved, then I would be like, hey, look, let's table this at the moment. Why don't I come back in a few weeks and let's rediscuss this? If That's you're one open option. To it, if you're, if you're yeah. open to it. Second, if you go to the house, say you bring your fruit tray, they're not really down to talk and they're like, no. Okay. I would back off for a few weeks again i would maybe i don't know like what do you do from there i, I would, I would say, take the high road and just try and i'm not saying like avoid them but yeah just but like, i would say kill them with kindness kill them with kindness but any like don't be overbearing just like any interaction that you have with them be nice be cordial act, pretend like nothing's happened um you know and then if if you don't have to interact with them don't interact with them but like yeah, I mean, I think it like it will ultimately depend on how they react to like wanting to have a discussion about it. Um, but we'll tell I you a lot of things, th- which will yeah. But I think at the end of the day, the best thing to do is just to be kind and be cordial and just try to. You just got to keep your side of the street clean. Yeah, you know, keep your you, side of the street if clean. you at least tried to make that conversation happen so things could improve, it's on them if they're like no, and then you know if they see at least see that effort from you. Um, and and you know maybe they turn down the conversation but they see that effort from you at least like that'll get them thinking like oh hey look you know what they really you know they're caring people and they want to make this right like I would hope that would go a long way same yeah so it's a sticky situation but I think it's one you can get yourself out of yeah well I mean it's just like you know it's funny because the more that I'm the more that I'm learning about like especially being in the non-monogamous space in a polyamorous relationship the more i'm realizing like you know how to deal with my emotions when it comes to like jealousy insecurity shame all of that the more i realize like there are just such effective ways to work on these things and prepare yourself because as i said before jealousy insecurity shame you can work on them day in day out but they can still come up at random times that may surprise you but if you have a foundation for yourself in which you know how to deal with those emotions when they arise and you have your own you know structures and securities that you implement to make sure you're handling them for yourself on your side of the street then Mm -hmm. nothing can go wrong yeah i agree so 
keep your side of the street clean. Yeah. Which is a fun little pun for this neighbor. <laughs> right? I was like, oh my God. Such a Keep fun. your driveway clean. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, because like driveways right next to each other. Yeah. And, so, you know, yeah, for, so, so when you're you out, can also just do like random acts of kindness, you know, mow their lawn. <laughs> that might be a little intrusive. No, I'm just kidding. I would never do that. Yeah. But anyways, I hope this helps. Um to our op i hope you guys are able to at least mend the relationship to a point where everyone feels comfortable and like they can live in their neighborhood in peace yeah exactly yeah and if they get extra petty take that high road take that high road don't egg their house take that high road to the highest place it can go you just smile and wave smile and wave boys smile and wave like you not even a crack in In your your foundation exactly not even a crack (laughs) All these house puns. I, I love it. <laughs> I'm doing so good. Okay. So anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's mini episode. Come back next week. Um, I think we'll actually have video at the next one. These have just been audio only as of right now. Um, but next week's we'll have a YouTube video. So yeah, we love you. Wear condoms. And prepare for that nodal change. It's Yeah. Prepare for that nodal change. You'll probably really feel it a little intensely at the 29th degree. And then, um, like I said, if it, when it, if or when it starts hitting any personal planets, isn't there a Mercury retrograde in Virgo season two? I feel like, cause we have the Saturn. I just know for us, Camilla, that South node is about to rake across our Libra stellium. Like, I don't, I don't, (laughs) I don't know if you've prepared for that at all, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, but just something to think about. I think the the psychic prepared me. That's true. Oh, but then again, the south node was raking across our Scorpio stellium in the last year and a half. And I've learned a lot. Okay. You know, and I'm always thankful for these kinds of transits because I really, the, the transformations that I've been going through the past few years, like, just have really aligned me. So I'm, you know, through, despite the hard times, despite the, the challenges, like, I'm always thankful for the leveling up that they brought. Oh, and I'm checking to see if Mercury goes retrograde. Yep, it does. Mercury goes retrograde in Virgo. Um, When is that? August 24th. So that's actually going to be kind of a doozy, uh, guys. So just something to think about because it's going to be Venus in retrograde until... Oh, Venus is in retrograde until like September. Oh, it goes direct beginning of September and then comes and then they kind of overlap for a second. Mercury in retrograde and then Venus gets out of retrograde. Mercury Venus continues. and Mercury are going to be retrograde at the same, same time. time. Yeah. For a little window. Yeah. When is that? Like end of, um, hold on. End of August, beginning of September. LMAO. Remind me not to travel during that time. Yeah. Mom will be here. Okay. Anyways, guys. Um, Love y'all. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Wear condoms.